The blast from our past network. Hello and welcome to the Blast From Our Past podcast. We are the podcast that brings you full-on movie breakdowns, TV show reviews, and more, all from the things of our nostalgic past. I'm John. And I'm Adam. And I'm Zach. Hello, Zach. Welcome back. Yay! I'm so happy to be back on one of my favorite topics of all the times. (laughs) Yes, Zach from the, uh, oh God, I keep wanting, (laughs) Zach from Podcasting After Dark and Two Dollar Late Fee Podcast is joining us for a special top ten episode. We're going to be counting down our top ten nostalgic toys, gentlemen. How do you feel about this one? I feel fantastic. I'm excited. This is like a trip down memory lane, and having a five year old son, it's. I feel like, well, I still play with these toys, <laughs> or he does. Yeah. I mean, he does now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. Um, I I know out of the three of us here, uh, both Zach and I both have children, and. Uh, though Adam does not yet have children, he has uh, spent a lot of time around my kids. Mm-hmm. Our mother has kept, even even though I questioned it when she did it, I'm mm-hmm. kind of glad she's done it now. Our mother <laughs> kept a lot of our old toys. Cool. And anytime we were there, like we were just there for Christmas, and I was watching my daughter play with all of these old toys that I remembered from yep. when I was her age oh, and wow. probably younger. So I will say that even though I kind of questioned it at the beginning, like, why would you want to keep all this stuff? Yeah. I, I'm glad that she did. And I, I, I really shouldn't have uh, been surprised because our grandmother did the same thing. Because I remember when we were younger, we played with a bunch of little toys that my, especially my dad had played with, you know, when he mm-hmm. was a kid. So mm-hmm. I really shouldn't have been that surprised. But I, I think it works out. Sorry, I didn't went on, went on that a, random little no, rant. I, I, I thought that, it was related. I think it's important because, like, for example... A lot of the toys that I have on my list are ones that we moved around a lot as uh, when I was a kid, and mm-hmm. they got thrown in the trash. And I remember coming home, oh. and my my mom would be throwing things in a big dumpster, and I'd see toys going in there. I'm like, but wait, why are you throwing that away? And this was at a <laughs> this was before eBay, obviously. This is yeah. the time of thrift stores, and and she's like, well, you don't even play with it anymore. But I put oh yeah, Thundercats. Yeah. Oh, admittedly, yeah, no. I do that to my kids now. <laughs> but my yeah, but kids are kind of spoiled. Now. They get, they have they a have two, lot of toys, John. They your do. I my kids have two grand two sets of grandparents who love to spoil them. Oh, that's cool. And so like they <laughs> they get they have all kinds of toys. So eventually, I mean, we just get to the point where we just shove stuff in a box and just I don't even know what's in it. I just take, give it to Goodwill and yeah. be like here. So, okay. I'm just making space. Yeah, I yeah. mean, at least it's going to goodwill, though. It, it, I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You know, seeing, like, things get t- thrown in the trash, and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, never yeah. mind. Yeah. Well, but, I won't We won't, I won't. throw something away like that unless unless it's just completely broken or something. That's mm-hmm. a good call. <laughs> what, uh, what gets me excited about this episode and why and having Zach on it to join us um, is, so John and I, you know, we shared a lot of the same toys, obviously. We yeah. grew up in the same household. Now, granted, some might be different and more nostalgic for me because I'm five years younger than him. Um, so there might be a different group of toys that hit us, hit me than it did him, but I bet there's going to be some overlap with ours. And so I think this is a perfect episode to bring in, you know, another person who had Mm -hmm. a whole different, you know, set of toy lines that he played with that might be, um, you know, that'll, that'll help, I guess, uh, add some diversity to our list (laughs) because it might be the same kind of stuff. (laughs) Oh yeah. I'm, I was, I was saying to you guys a little bit off air. I'm, I'm, I was, curious to see where if there's going to be overlap at all and mm-hmm. if there is 
you know, wh which ones will be the overlappers versus the, oh, I've never heard of that or, oh, I, I didn't play with that toy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, Zach, how old are you? I am 43. Okay. So I was so born you're, in 76. Okay. So you're about four years older than I am because I was born in okay. 80. Okay. So okay. There's, there'll be a little bit of time, uh, a little bit of distance. And I, I will say in my list, I tried to reach back even further than like maybe my, you know, not necessarily teen years because by then I really wasn't playing with toys per se. But yeah. Uh, so to, like I tried to reach back past the years that I maybe have shared with Adam mm -hmm. so that I could get maybe okay. a little bit different stuff. Okay. So cool. there might be, I'm, I'm hoping that maybe I get a little bit mix in with Adam's list and a little bit mix in with your list. Huh. We'll see. Uh, but I mean, for as much as we did play with toys, we didn't, I wouldn't say we had a ton of toys. Would you, Adam? No, I mean, we had, yeah, we, we had a few and we had some good, we had a couple good toys that, you know, when I kind of remember this, yeah. we had some really strong ones that I'll be excited to talk about. But in general, I didn't feel we were spoiled. I mean, I, there was definitely plenty of hand-me-down um, between yeah. our stuff that we had, deal, had to do with. And um, yeah, no, we came out perfect. We were not spoiled kids at all. We were great. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, Adam. I understand mm -hmm. we have a sponsor for this episode. We do have a sponsor for this episode. And uh, our sponsor for this episode is uh, someone uh, who wants to be anonymous, but he's he's uh, done a couple different sponsorships for us, including ones where I made a really cheesy rap um, that was, did not go well, <laughs> if you remember that one, John, a way bit back. Yeah, uh, you made me uh, you made me beatbox for it. Uh, yeah, I made you beatbox for it. Ooh, yes. Nice. So nice. that gentleman has decided for his sponsoring this episode, he wanted me to basically do a roast of one of our good friends. Um, this this guy I, I knew in college and uh, our friend that I'm going to roast, and I'm just going to throw him out there. He's probably listening because he listens to every episode. And his name, <laughs> his name is Will McDonald. And this guy is the biggest, biggest fucking douche I've ever met in my life. I just have <laughs> to say that, okay? <laughs> Will McDonald is so ugly. His hairline is so afraid of his fucking face it's running away from his from his uh his hairline it's it's the guy is bald as fuck now and it's pathetic <laughs> he has the thinnest hair i've ever seen in my life wow. um he's such an asshole he tried to <laughs> he tried to tackle the shoney's bear outside of a shoney's one day and that's a true story john <laughs> that's a that's a throwback shoney's? oh god yes shoney's. <laughs> did you guys have shoney's no, we had we had Hardee's. That's about it. Okay, well, Shon no, Shoney's is kind of more like I don't know. It's more like a maybe like, like a Golden Corral. Golden Cor yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> we didn't have Golden Corral either. The only <laughs> time we went to Shoney's was for breakfast. Yeah, the breakfast. We food never was okay. went to Shoney's for dinner. So, and but it was basically bear? just like a buffet. Yeah, it was like their their mascot was a bear. It was this big bear, yeah. And I played rugby with Will, and so he's just gonna think of like the ultra rugby drunk douche. That's Will McDonald. <laughs> and one no time hair. when he was on, uh, we were on a rugby trip. He decided he wanted to ruck the Shoney's bear, and it's caught on video. And uh, I hope he shares that at some point. Um, wow. And then my last thing: Will is so bad in bed. His college girlfriend thought to herself, "Man, if other men are half as bad as you, it's not worth it." And she switched sides. Yeah, oh. that bad. She did. Oh. That's a true story as well. Oh. <laughs> I love you, Will. Uh, I probably didn't do as good of a job as Brian wanted, but fuck it. You're a douche, but I love you. <laughs> so if anybody else wants me to poorly roast anybody, give us some money and we'll do it. I'll, I'll say stupid <laughs> shit on our podcast for y'all. Worth every penny as far as yeah. I'm concerned. Uh, 
And this is why we're stuck in the position we're I know. John, every time I do one of these, John is like, are you fucking kidding me? Seriously? We're not like a better, higher class podcast than this? And I'm like, no, I'll take money <laughs> no, for anything. Apparently we're not. No, we're not. I love it. All right, gentlemen, let's talk some toys. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, just in case you were unfamiliar, we'll kind of uh, each go around for each number, starting with 10 and going up to one. And... If anyone has one higher, we will say higher, and then we'll wait to talk about it until we've all kind of met at the highest one, which can be interesting with three people. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't expect there to be too much overlap, maybe some overlap, but uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Cool. Mm -hmm. I'm excited. All right. Adam, I'd like for you to start us off, sir. We'll go uh, go youngest to oldest. (laughs) Okay. Oh, that sounds good. That sounds good. You got it, guys. You guys are aging me. (laughs) Aegis. All right, I'm right there with you. <laughs> My number ten. Um, I might be surprised if it's on either of your lists, but you never know. Um, it's a, a toy that I can't honestly. I cannot remember if we had it, John, or if it was a toy that we had at our grandparents' place, and I just was very nostalgic playing with it mm-hmm. there. Um, it was basically uh, a little driver thing that you little dashboard that you put up that you just kind of got on and had like this fake little kind of awful racing game that was on a little uh, LED screen on it but it was called the Turnin Turbo Dashboard by Ooh. Tommy. Oh, I know that game. Uh, I do remember that game, and I believe that was at our grandfather's house. I believe it was yeah. our mother's father. Uh, okay, then yes, then then I do have the right memory in my head. Okay, yeah. Okay. So I, I played it. It's not on my list. Okay. Not on your list then either, Zach? No, not on mine, but I remember it fondly. I love yes. that thing. I mean, oh, love- yeah, yeah. We we had it exactly. It's like a little just a little racing car thing. It looked like a, exactly a little like front end front dashboard yeah, of yeah. a car. Had a cool little wheel and then like it was like a oh a crappy animation of a driving simulated video game. Oh cool. um, it came out nineteen eighty three by the Tommy Company. Um, you know, it was just it was just fun and and when I was looking at different things that I played with, that one kind of popped up for like old '80s games, and I was just like, "Oh God, I remember that!" Yeah. And it just it just filled me with nostalgia. That is so cool. I remember, I yeah, I remember playing that thing, didn't it? it, it and I, I remember breaking all the time. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, like exactly, like the shifting knob, you know, piece of crap, that kind of stuff. I don't think it worked very long for us, but like, that yeah. didn't even it, that didn't bother me. It's the kind of thing that you know you would still like, could make the sounds and pretend you're driving, and it doesn't. Even, the video game part doesn't really matter. Yeah, no. right. That's a great one. That is definitely yeah. a great one. That is a deep cut. I'm 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 kind of shocked. Well, I guess you said you you saw it on a list and that triggered the memory. I saw it that's the, exactly. That's the only way I would have remembered that too. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice choice there. All right, wow. great, All great right. way to we'll... start out hot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I left y'all's jaws dropped because you just uh, yeah you were that on the floor. Yeah. Booyah. So, um, uh, I'm pretty sure my number ten is not going to be on your list, Adam, because this was not a toy we had. It was a toy that a friend of mine had, mm. and I kind of have a nostalgic memory of going over to his house and and playing with these uh, from time to time, um, which is interesting because I was not into the sport at all that these were based on, <laughs> but I remember the commercial very fondly, and I actually had a lot of fun. We used to kind of have pillow fights with these things. My number 10 is uh, Wrestling Buddies uh, by Tonka. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. I mean, hell, I, I, I considered putting it on my list just because they look so cool. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, we didn't have them, though. So. Yeah. I, I I had a I had a couple of those Ultimate Warrior and mm. Hulk Hogan I think 
And yeah, everyone and their mothers like, probably had Hulk Hogan. Did, you said, did you have the Beverly Brothers? Is that what you said? <laughs> no, no, no. I said everyone and their mother yeah. <laughs> had, okay. had Hulk Hogan. <laughs> I mean, those were cool toys. I remember yeah. uh, like not knowing how to play with them, though. I was just... Cause, yeah. Because they're basically pillows. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm laying on Hogan's face. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. think they were just meant for you to kind of pretend you were wrestling, dive off the couch. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, and I, I I cannot remember for the life of me which friend it was who had them. I was pretty young, so this probably would have been elementary school. But uh, he had a few of them, and we would just, like, the first thing we'd do if, we, if I went over to his place and we went to his room was just grab one and just beat yeah, each other senseless nice. with them. If, if we were cool enough to have them, John, which wrestle buddy would you have wanted? You know what? It would have been one of two, and I don't even know if they made one for the other one. But the only two wrestlers I had any familiarity with when I was younger were Hulk Hogan, obviously, because he was everywhere, yep. and The Undertaker. Ooh. Okay. That's it. Those are the only two I was familiar with at all. I would have wanted the macho man Randy Savage. That would have been oh, the best yeah. one. <laughs> I had, uh, I, yeah, I had Warrior and I had Hogan. Nice. I, you know, I, and this is bring this brought up a lot of stuff for me making this list because I don't, we didn't have a lot of money growing up, and I think my mom yep. kind of poured her, she poured her paycheck into like buying toys for my brother and I. My brother's five years older than me, so he was kind of at a at a stage when he wasn't really playing with toys anymore. So I would inherit his toys or you know get these wrestling buddies, and they were kind of expensive. I think back in the day. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's probably why we never had them. Also, we didn't really watch wrestling at all. No, oh, we really? weren't. We weren't huge wrestler. Yeah, no. I I got into it in middle school, oh. um, and then and then kind of got tired of it in after high school. But yeah, John was never really his thing. I mean, well, I was I was obsessed with wrestling. You're <laughs> obsessed. Well, here's a question: Did your did your dad watch it? Um, you know, my my dad like wouldn't let me watch anything that wasn't that was rated PG thirteen or higher. And my mom was like, whatever. My, but no. my dad let me watch wrestling. Yeah, so like WrestleMania okay. three was my first indoctrination. My mom actually, Ooh. her PE coach was George the Animal Steel. And if you don't know who he is, he was this guy who come to the ring with a green tongue and brought like a stuffed animal with him and pretended <laughs> to kind of be slothy. That was my mom's <laughs> PE coach back in the day. So. Wow, very cool. No, we weren't uh, we weren't overly exposed to it because uh, neither of our parents. Uh, first of all, our dad was a wrestler, but like Olympic style wrestling. Oh, okay, got oh the so, real and stuff. And so he like the idea of professional wrestling yeah. just is what was appalling to him. So we never watched it, and obviously our mom wasn't yeah. into it. So it was just not something that was in our house. Oh, I see. Yeah, and otherwise, so you go to your buddy's house and you're like, "What is this? Yeah, exactly. exactly. This is exactly. Cool. It's called a wrestling buddy." All right. Zach's are your number 10. All right. So my number 10, like I said, uh, I have an older brother who's five years older than me. And he, uh, I so I inherited a lot of his toys. And so this toy came out in 1979 from the Tomy Company. And it is called, um, I just want to get the name right. It's called the Mighty Men and Monster Maker Templates. And so back hmm. in the late 70s, early 80s, Tommy came out with this 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 toy for girls where primarily, I guess, uh, where you had all these different plates and they're like face plates, chest plate, uh, body plate. And you could put them together and you put a piece of paper over it and you rub it with like a carbon pencil and it would give you like hmm. a stencil outline and then you could color it in. Well, because they wanted to appeal to boys, they made a monster version of that with like superheroes on one side and monsters on the other. So the heads would range from like the mummy and creature from the black lagoon to like mm-hmm. a superhero, like Superman. 
and you can interchange these plates, six heads, six chests, six bodies, and double-sided. And I still have it to this day. My son plays with it now. <laughs> wow. uh, it is so badass. It actually got me into car- draw- drawing cartoons and into comic books. It was a gateway drug for Marvel, basically. Yeah. Uh, nice. And Bernie Wrightson, because it had the some of the illustrations were really killer. Uh, so, yeah, 1979, uh, Mighty Men and Monster Maker. And it's just, it's one of those toys that, that, you know, it says on the box, a million possibilities or something like that. But <laughs> mm-hmm. I think it's more to like, you know, there's a, there's a, a several hundred combinations you yeah. can make. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I, we didn't have this thing. Um, yeah. Looking at it, it looks really cool. It, honestly, it looks something that we probably, John, could have gotten into when we were, um, it was oh, a little yeah. bit of a time when we were doing, uh, what are like here? Uh, not, it was, um. Heroes Unlimited and, and like those uh, kind of like D and D style stuff. Like we could yes. have used that as templates yes. for yes. Uh, creating those characters. Like that hell, that was half the fun. Like really just creating those kind of characters and then yes. drawing them out was something so, that we loved to do. They, this would have been a great toy to to uh, coincide with that. It's funny that you mentioned Heroes Unlimited because I just this week introduced my son to Heroes Unlimited. Oh, oh cool. very cool. And so he's he's obsessed. He's been he's been wanting to do. He, he's been into D and D. Mostly, he just likes telling the story, so we didn't really like play the game by the rules. Mm-hmm. He just he tells the story, we roll the dice. Well, that's that's a classic your son thing right there. <laughs> yeah, Never, don't play and, by the rules. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I had the and, uh, I had the Marvel version of that. I think okay, was, and and I played that like crazy with my brother and his friends, and because I was I was a D and D kid too, but then I got into the Marvel role playing game, and exactly mm-hmm. drawing my own characters was probably my favorite part of D and D. Also, you know, making up, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, yeah. This would have well, been perfect. It's funny. The other day, I, I we were drawing our characters for this, and, and I drew a character that I had created when I was a kid. I still kind of remember this character, nice. and so I drew him. And my son was like, who's that? And I was like, well, he's this guy. I, you know, I created him when I was, I don't know, probably 12 or 13 or something like that. Yeah. And so now my son's like, we've got to make a comic out of it. We've got to make a comic <laughs> out of it. Well, I can't draw, so... We'll, well have to find somebody else. That that didn't, you know, there's plenty of crappy artists out there that didn't hold them back from that. So <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. Uh, moving on to number nine. Okay. Um, very cool. I don't want to talk too much about this one because when it comes to nostalgic toys, this is pretty high on a lot of people's lists. So I'm just going to go ahead and throw it out there. My number nine is Teddy Ruxpin. Ooh, nice choice. I have that higher on my list. Okay. Oh. All right. We will hold. <laughs> uh, all right. So my number nine, um, I kind of had forgotten about for a long time and just recently remembered it because my wife um, had a box of stuff from her mom's house that had old stuff in it, and she had a couple of them in there. And I'm like, oh, God, we played with these so much. And I, rem- if I remember correctly, you couldn't buy them in the store. You could only get them at Hardee's. I think it was Hardee's. Uh, and my number nine is the California Raisins. Oh, yeah. Those are <laughs> yeah. cool. The uh, the PVC figures, right? Yes. Oh, those yeah. are badass. Yeah, I love those. Yeah, not on my list, but uh, okay. definitely definitely thought about them. I yeah. had the Jimi Hendrix one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we definitely had several of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember it was enough to make a band because we had a bunch with the different instruments. And we're yeah. like, yeah, here's, here's the, the band was always the California Raisins. Yeah. Our sister that's, even went as a California Raisin for Halloween one year. That's right. It was so cute. <laughs> Our mom made a uh, a, uh, a raisin outfit. Um, I mm-hmm. would to say we had uh, – if, actually, if you go look at, on, on pretty much all of our Instagrams, there's a great 
a photo of everyone from the BFOP network when they were kids. And there's one of two kids, and actually three kids in costumes, but the two that are the Ninja, Ninja Turtles are, are Adam and, and myself. And those were homemade costumes that our mom made. She went all out every wow. year. Yeah, they were not like job. they were not like the you know. I mean, they didn't. She didn't have a, the availability of all the kind of like um, materials that you can get mm-hmm. now yeah. to make more realistic looking costumes. But with what she had, she did a really good job. I have to say. I think actually, I think her California raisin for our sister was the best one she's ever made. I agree. That that to me, that was the most impressive one. Did it cover yeah. the whole body, or was it like you know? Yeah, it was. Um, we'll have to find a picture of it. Maybe we'll throw it up on Instagram mm-hmm. sometime. Oh, got to do that. Um, yeah. But uh, it 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 was basically like a, a a one piece suit sort of thing that she slipped into that had armholes and a face hole, and it was just big raisin looking thing. And she just wore like black tights, and then she wore like big oversized glasses perfect. to cover the face. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect. So <laughs> it it looked really good. It really did. They, that mm-hmm. was a really smart marketing campaign from that from. California raisins. I yeah. Guess. yeah, you yes. know, yeah. They, they had a cartoon. They those commercials were off the chain. Like everything about that thing was was gold. For <laughs> I know we ate, we ate a lot of raisins when we were kids. Yeah, yeah. and I <laughs> yeah, hated, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I hated raisins when I was a kid, and <laughs> now I'm like, oh, they're not that bad. You know, yeah. no. actually, it's funny. I I mean, I like raisins, but I cannot eat oatmeal without raisins in it. Oh yeah, that was like a raisins thing. and oatmeal is like the best thing in the world. Yeah, that is that's like grape nuts with re- you know with plenty of milk and sugar. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> and more sugar. Yes. Yeah. All right, Zach, you're number nine. Well, my number nine is the 1983 uh, Ideal Company, uh, Mangalore Mountain, and Mangalore Mountain is a. It was like a bent Mangalore was like a uh, bendable kind of swamp thing looking guy who you would uh, the, his whole gimmick was that you could rip them apart and stick them back together again. And he was surrounded with weird green oozy slime. And Mangalore Mountain was the device that he kind of came out of. You, you put this cool like greenish purple action figure in this cage. You put him in the Mangalore mountain and then he kind of sinks into gel or slime back in the day and then you pump the button on the front of it and he kind of slowly comes out of the mangalore juice and he's like (laughs) all jelly and you know very lubricated and i remember as a kid i thought this was the coolest thing uh i played with it until i the slime eventually would just you know evaporate (laughs) right and i remember he didn't like you could rip him apart and he would kind of fuse back together but you could always huh. see where you just pulled them apart. So uh, you'd, you'd have to buy more. And they, I think they had other ones too besides the besides him. They had like a, a pterodactyl-looking dude and maybe one or two other figures. I just had the main Mangalore guy. Um, the cover art was very like Swamp Thing-inspired uh, for the box. Mm-hmm. And my brother, Eric, now has it. Um, I lost it over the years, and I, I got it again on eBay years later and and got it for him. Uh, that thing was amazing, and then you could put other figures in there too and cover them in slime. And Mangalore Mountain—that was one of my faves. <laughs> that is an interesting looking one. Checking yeah. it out online. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm getting less and less worried about uh, overlapping with you, Zach. Yep. I've never even—I haven't even heard of the first two that you had. No shit. Yep. Okay, cool. Yep. <laughs> well, and 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 knowing and knowing uh, and listening to podcasting after dark, you're you're. 
nostalgia is is far weirder than mine. Mine's much more like straight, you know, high Mainstream. pop culture, and you kind of go into like the crazy shit that a lot of people don't know about, but is still very interesting. Looking at this stuff, oh, I appreciate that. Thanks. <laughs> well, yeah. it's probably the fact that like I had a, my brother was five years older than me, hung out with yeah. him all the time, so I inherited stuff that you know toys go out of fashion so quickly, mm-hmm. especially in the eighties. They did, and so. You know, I was banking off stuff that was early 80s, late 70s. And yeah, my pop, I watched way too much TV or maybe I watched plenty or you know, <laughs> enough TV. As yeah, a just kid. the right amount. Just the right amount. And so all my stuff is, yeah, I've got another, I've got a few other bizarre ones. So okay. we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, that was everyone's nine. Okay. We're on to number eight. Nice. Adam. All right. My number eight um, might also be on y'all's list, so I don't want to talk too much at first about it, uh, so I'm just going to throw out there, my number eight are Micro Machines. Oh, yeah. I have that higher on my oh, list. Okay. <laughs> I I was, it, it actually is in my honorable mention. Okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, all right. Well, Adam, my number eight was your number nine. Oh, my number mm-hmm. eight is Teddy Ruxpin. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I remember we had one. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember. We used to. I mean, we had the. I can't remember which tape we had. Did we have the other one? The the what is it? A snail or caterpillar? The caterpillar. Or? We had. Yeah, we had the caterpillar as well. Oh, okay. cool. I can't remember the name of the caterpillar, but right. we we had. Uh, um, yeah, we had both Teddy and the caterpillar, and like with that tape as well. I mean, I think technically Teddy Ruxpin and the caterpillar were both Abby, both our sisters. Right. Uh, well, I can say Abby. She's been on the podcast a couple times, so yeah. <laughs> I can say her name. Um, yeah. I can't mention her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it was. Uh, I mean, it was created by World of Wonder from 1985 is when it first came out, and it was the kind of billed as the world's first animated talking toy. Yes. So, I, did it cool. eat your sister's hair by any chance? Because <laughs> I, that I, I know. knew that was a it, thing back in the day. Was that a thing? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like no. uh, you know, warning. This doll yeah. <laughs> could eat your. It was before Child's Play came out, and everyone was like, oh "Yeah, my gosh, scary." Yeah, freaking. Oh, out. Speaking of which, so a few years ago, uh, my <laughs> distinguished brother Adam yes. uh, bought a tex- the Teddy Ruxpin for my daughter for Ooh. her birthday or Christmas or one of those. Uh, it was for Christmas because I, I, yeah, I, I was doing like a nostalgic Christmas. That's yeah, a great nostal- uncle right there. Yes, it is. Yeah, he's he's given some pretty great toys to my kids. I gotta say, and to me actually. Um, <laughs> But it sat in my daughter's closet for a long time, and no. I finally had to remove it because she was scared to death of it. <laughs> well, it didn't, it didn't the help. <laughs> it didn't help that it wasn't. This was before. I think they actually remade Teddy Ruxpin and brought him back out, and he's kind of new and improved. But I got. I think it was right before that happened, and so I was on eBay and I bought like a classic one, but it yeah. wasn't working great. So you would put a tape in, and it would go really <laughs> slow. <laughs> And sound almost demonic. <laughs> now, could you put in? Could you put in regular audio? Because I never had Teddy Ruxpin. Yeah. Uh, there was another bear that would like just make noises, like like I forget what he was called. He came out right before mm. Teddy Ruxpin, but it was a total generic kind of ripoff, uh, and he would just make noises. Uh, <laughs> and but could you put in audio cassette, like regular cassettes, into Teddy Ruxpin, and he would play him like Twisted Sister or something like that? Yes, but he won't. He won't talk. He won't do the mouth thing. Okay, got it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we well, we. I don't. Even, I don't think that was anything we ever tried. Yeah. Either. No, but I'm pretty sure it does work. Yeah. It's, yeah. And it's, I just remembered the name of the caterpillar was Grubby. Okay. Uh, which was <laughs> which was uh, a question on our 
on our podcast of the, or oh, the exclusive episodes. Trivia. Ooh, yeah, which is which is weird because a caterpillar is not necessarily a grub. Yeah, true. You're right, but uh, whatever. <laughs> uh, all right, all right, Zach, you're number eight. You know, we are on the same same wavelength today because um, my number eight is a talking toy as well, huh. and it's from 1978 from the Mego company. Uh, I still own. The, my original one, and then I got another one later because my original ones, the wires snapped, and I don't know how to solder them back together. <laughs> uh, it's called 2, 2XL. It's a talking robot. If you type in 2XL, you're going to get, you know, T-shirt things. But if you right. type in 2XL talking robot, Mego company, uh, oh, it I've is to- a yes. talking 8-track oh, I've player. seen that thing, yeah. Yes, I've totally seen that. And so it was it – was, this is – to this day, one of my favorite toys. I actually used it when I became a teacher in the classroom because he played uh, eight tracks. And for those of you that don't know what eight yeah. tracks are, it's kind of uh, this big giant cartridge that would play four songs on each track. And um, he played trivia games. You could. He also played audio stuff, and his eyes blinked to the beat of the music that you played. But when he talked, his eyes would blink to the the beat mm-hmm. of the talking, and it would be trivia from like science. Uh, pop culture, sports, and we're talking late 70s, early 80s, uh, horror. And so the horror one was my favorite because he'd have guest appearance like Dracula would come in. And and, huh. and 2XL sounded like the, the, the guy who's the voice of 2XL was some dude in New York. And he had this talking voice like this, you know, and <laughs> question number one. You know, what happens with Godzilla when, and then Dracula would come in, oh, little baby want to suck your neck. And he's like, oh, not you, Dracula. <laughs> And so I still played with this thing and it was, it was a super fun toy. Definitely creepy because the eyes would just glow. Um, But yeah, super nostalgic. And again, I inherited that from my brother and I never let go of it. Thank God. You know, looking at it, Mm -hmm. Uh, they looks like they did a, a reissue of it in yes. the early '90s yeah. with cassettes, and I definitely remember the commercials for that one. Okay, yep, me too. That that so, second that reboot one is the one that I yeah. totally remember. But uh, yeah, looking at the old one, the old yeah. one looks wow, it looks kind of crappy in comparison. <laughs> <laughs> it does, but I'm telling you, like the the because yeah, the reissue, the voice looks was like a, an, more like modern, cute. Uh-huh. Yeah, but the, yeah. the original is like this some guy from New York. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm a robot. Yeah. Hey, question number <laughs> three, you know. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, okay, that was our eights. All right, Ooh, on yeah. to number seven. Nice. All right, number seven. Um, I am so excited about my number seven. I'm, like, dripping with anticipation to talk about it. And I use <laughs> dripping uh, very uh, importantly right there because my number seven are super soakers. Oh, yeah. Uh, nice. I did not put those on my list. Okay. So specifically, we had the Super Soaker 50, which was like the first kind of, you know, big mass market Super Soaker. Um, right. It was invented by Lonnie Johnson and distributed by Laramie in 1990. Um, like, though, I mean, we just had so much fun with him. Like, I remember just, you know, using these water guns to shoot each other like all the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, the slightly richer kids had like the Super Soaker, like maybe it was like the 100 and the 150 or whatever. <laughs> the real rich, rich ones had like that big fucking with like the, the backpack blaster thing. Yeah. That, like yeah. it was huge. Yeah, and I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we weren't cool enough for that. But I mean, honestly, the Super Soaker is such a fun nostalgic toy um, yeah. that, you know, I just, I mean, play and just 
in the pools or playing in the front yard on a hot day and just like shooting each other was awesome. So. That toy is great. Yeah, I, I actually yeah. have a water gun on my list as well. It's not Super Soaker, but we'll get to that later. But oh, yeah, okay. Super Soaker was dope, dude. Like that was, I would, I think that I heard a rumor they're bringing those back. Oh, I think it's, uh, well, I, I would doubt it in our little kind of um, hypersensitive world. Anything that's kind of like gun related gets, I know. gets kind of shut down. Mm, it's a blaster. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, we were all, you know, using our our uh, super soaker guns with like the uh, the fake cigarette uh, candies yeah. in our, candy in our mouth, fake, fake smoking all at the same time, you know, <laughs> while we put on hell. temporary tattoos, Stick all around. that kind of shit. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. was it? Was Super Soaker the one that had the uh, bazooka looking one? I, uh, ooh, I don't remember a bazooka looking one. It might be on my list. Oh, uh, okay. Well, let's, uh, let's move on then. <laughs> uh, all right. So my number seven is definitely a throwback, way, way throwback. And it, it's kind of a, it's a very simple toy, but I remember playing with it a lot and actually really enjoying it and we only played it when i believe we were at our grandmother's house because i don't know that we had one at home we might have um but it, i mean it's it's probably the the toy itself is probably older than all of us uh my number seven is etch a sketch Ooh, oh, nice. not on my list nice classic the classic simple yeah. i mean <laughs> et, you know it, it like i said simple Everyone, everyone has one. Even you know, even kids today, I think even know what it is, even if they've never played with one. Yeah, um, they're yeah. still around. You can still buy them. But there was something kind of fun about trying to make something with just these two knobs and yeah. getting really freaking frustrated and just shaking the <laughs> shit out of it <laughs> to erase it. And to, ah, fine, I'll start over. You know, and these people who could draw all these really cool, intricate things on Etch a Sketch always do well. well. People who can draw anything really nice always. Uh, you know, surprise me, but especially <laughs> yeah. with an Etch a Sketch. Yeah, they uh, apparently they have a round one coming out that you can make cur- like smooth curves oh. with. Whoa, you don't have to like yeah. The, only like the really cool people could uh, get yeah. kind of close to it. I could not <laughs> yeah. even yeah. Yeah, it was always yeah. stair steppy for me. Yeah, come on, like this seriously because people have made some ama- amazing pictures on Etch a Sketch. How mm-hmm. in the hell do they do yeah. that? <laughs> and know. it is a classic toy. You give that to any little kid, and they will be. They'll, you know, go nuts on it for at least yeah. 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. You give that to any old person, you'll get yeah. the same reaction, <laughs> really. She's going to help me with my dementia. Yeah. <laughs> hey, whatever works, right? right? <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Zach, you're number seven. Okay, so I'm, I'm flipping my two just because I want to stay on the water gun tip. And, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, okay my, it's number six, but I'll flip it to number seven. It's the 1985 okay. LJN EnterTech line. And EnterTech was the ultra-violent uh, version of Super Soakers. They were battery-operated, um, and the batteries would always leak, and so the things would they'd stop working after uh, a while. But they yeah. made, specifically, they did make that big bazooka one that looked like ah. the Rambo cannon yeah uh but they made one and i think look at my notes it, it's called the water hawk and it looked exactly like jack burton's machine gun in big trouble in little china yeah and so i had a rubber knife and i had that gun and i thought i was jack burton and i was like let's party i'm gonna be that annoying american that jack burton is in big trouble in little china and That's i awesome. love that gun so much and there's no way you could ever make that because it looks like a real legit gun yeah, oh but they do holy yeah. crap they look they look spot on yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, that's it's, why it's, yeah. have you all seen airheads the movie airheads yes I mean, I'm pretty uh, sure like these are the exact kind of guns that they used in that movie. I think so, yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, so that was my that was my uh, that was my water gun pick for the list because that thing gave me countless hours of summertime fun and and uh, would sit on my shelf and I'm just like, yeah, I got a gun. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be like eight years old, you know. I know right. I yeah. No 10, one's gonna fuck with me. I was nine years <laughs> yeah. old. Yeah, so. Wow. That's my number, uh, what, eight or seven? Seven, right? Yeah. Number seven. Yeah. Seven. Yeah. Yep. All right. All right, Adam, your number six? Uh, my number six. Um, there's a chance this number six is on y'all's lists. Maybe both, maybe not. Um, they are super simple, but I played with them for a long time, and I'm talking about Army Men. It's my number six. I don't have army men, but I have something similar. Okay. <laughs> it's yes, Adam, nice. it's really funny you say that. My number six is, is army, army men. No okay, way! hey. You guys are like Same bros. Slot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so I guess we can go ahead and talk about it. I mean, yeah. they've been around for a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, since 1938 was the first like American plastic toy soldiers. Wow. Um, so way back in the day. But, but uh, uh, yeah. Sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. <laughs> I didn't know who was going to jump in first. But I remember, I, I, they only had like, what, four or five different positions? Yep. It, it's, yeah, maybe, maybe but, like up to 10. Yeah. But they were cheap and you could buy a lot of them, which means you mm-hmm. could have a whole army and you could, you know, sometimes you, I, I, I don't remember if we all had them in different colors. Sometimes you can get them in like dark green and they had yeah. like some of the lighter, like a tannish ones. Yeah. And you could have like two armies fight each other. I mean, they're, they're classic toys. They're always fun to play with. They're great filler for, you know, when you're making your toy armies fight each other. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what my note is. I mean, you know, we, we, I'm sure we both did, but I totally remember just like a lot of kids, mm-hmm. huge, massive toy battles where I would basically do kind of like dodgeball split up where I'll just pick each toy and split them up into the different factions, the different warring <laughs> factions, and then, and have like a couple generals. And then the army men were almost always like the pawns, like the scouts, right. like that kind of thing. <laughs> they were perfect for that. You know, they're also perfect for like tying little bags to and, and making them parachute troopers and totally. chucking them and throwing them yep. off. Um, but they were, I mean, they were just a perfect little, cannon fodder for the big wars that I would have, the big toy ones. Oh, so they so cool. they just remember playing with them so much. And, you know, the different the different toy stuff. The scout guy was always like the least favorite because he just or the radio that or the radio dude. Because it's like, what yeah. the fuck can you do with them? They're just they're not doing shit. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey everybody, boom, done. Yeah, exactly. You always, you always wanted the bazooka guy, but then inevitably the end of the bazooka would either get bent or broken off yeah. or something like that. Yep. <laughs> and I would I would hide them in like the plants like they were up in the trees or something mm-hmm. and then forget they were there and then someone would find them later just sitting in the plant oh yeah we both <laughs> did that all of the, and i know our mom has distinct memories of like finding army men or other other toys like with like yarn wrapped up being prisoners of war and shit from these <laughs> big battles and putting them in trees and hiding them like yeah that was a that was the norm at, at our household <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> yeah. i we must all be on the same wavelength because my next pick is an army. It's very, very similar. It's very similar. Mm-hmm. All right, what you got? Okay, it's the 1986 Mattel toy line Guts with an exclamation point at the end. And oh, Guts was army men. And our, but it was it were, there were different. I think there were four or five. I have all of them, including oh. the vehicles. I have. I still have them. There was a ninja group. There was a green beret group. Navy SEAL. Ground troops, jungle, space force, and I think that was it. Um, okay, or like laser force or something. But they mm-hmm. had names like you know uh, the the Green Berets had names like um, yeah Easy Squeeze and Hot Launch and Canned Heat. 
And so, and and these guys were like the same. It was the same concept, little army yeah. men, but they were uh, painted and mm-hmm. yeah. uh, way more detailed and great poses. And they had art, accurate looking weapons. Um, <laughs> they were so badass. And I would like recreate the movie Predator with them, or uh, <laughs> you know, uh, Hamburger Hill or something like that. Uh-huh. And, and, and they were just so much fun. And I, I still, I still have them. Um, my dad was a former Navy SEAL, so I was really heavily attracted to like uh, weapons and, and war type stuff. And these mm-hmm. came out, and they were cheap. They they were more expensive than Army Men, but still cheaper than like GI Joes. And right. man, I would go nuts on these for days. Like, and this they still hold up. I have, like I said, I have all of them, and the paint never chipped off. Put them in the water, uh, put them in the dirt, in the sand, all that stuff. Fine. Guts. Yeah. 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 Now, yeah, they're. I mean, I can totally see. Yeah, they're the exact same style, but just di- way more intricate. Yeah. When you said uh-huh. that, I'm like, what the hell's going on? We're like, talking <laughs> robots, guns, uh, you know, get, whatever. So. Yeah. We, we, we're all the same. I mean, we like yeah. to think we're our own individual person, but no. You know, all of us boys growing up, we're just we're just the same kind it's of freaking person. Yes, yeah, exactly. Uh, we're, we're, we're products of the marketing of our time. Yeah, right. Yes. Are we halfway I through I now? I, well, yes, yeah, we are. I keep yeah. losing my spot because we keep we having these great discussions about all these yeah. toys, <laughs> and I'm forgetting where we are. Uh, I believe now we're up to the, the top half of our list. So Yeah. Number all right. Five. Uh, number five, Adam, what's your number five? All right. Um, speaking of violence, this <laughs> toy line was one of the greatest violent toy lines, in my opinion. One, because you would end up shooting somebody's eye out almost always. <laughs> uh, for me, my number five favorite toy is Nerf guns. Ooh. Ah. Don't have it. Yep. Don't I have didn't it, put it on my list. No, okay. I, for some reason, I, those sort of toys, I should have considered those, mm-hmm. but I didn't. I don't know. I, I was thinking more sort of, I don't know, play style toys, yeah. but and I we, should have. I have a okay. huge uh, ar- arsenal of Nerf guns yeah, now. <laughs> They're yeah. so well, amazing that, now. They're so cool. Exactly. They that's are. the fun thing. They've, they've grown with age, and they've become so much more fun yeah. as yeah. an adult. I mean, but I still love them. I mean, I loved, like, the Super Soaker, so I already had, like, a gun style, but Nerf guns were always just a little bit more fun. Yeah. You know, um, the uh, the first dart blasters came out in 1992. They had like a ball blaster and I think maybe even a disc blaster nice. before 92. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, it's the dart blaster ones that I really yeah. love the most. And I remember the original ones uh, had like suction cups at the end, at least the ones that I did. And then eventually right. they got rid of that and made them a little bit more aerodynamic, a little bit, <laughs> they went a little faster, a little bit harder. Yeah. And, and I, you know, I've, I've played with Nerf guns. I mean, I love, I could go into a freaking Walmart or where at Toys R Us, well, there's no Toys R Us anymore, but yeah. any of those places, and I, I can walk up and down like the Nerf gun aisle and just be, I, I'd be thrown back and be like, oh, I want this one, I want that one, I want yeah. that one. <laughs> yeah, like the ones that look like a Gatling gun or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Admittedly, that's what I do still. <laughs> yeah, you go, yeah. You, <laughs> I, I just get, if I see one, it's like, I'm going to bring it home and then we're just going to play with it. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, we've, we've had full out battles. We had a we when my kids were a little bit younger, we had a full out simulation where um, I prepped the house before they got home and we didn't let them into the house. And we we actually had like actual kid sized army gear that they put on and then we turned all the lights off in the house and they had to go through the house to save their toys from Amazing. me and my wife. And we we <laughs> bunked out in places and like 
my my wife had like a, a belt fed gun that she was like pelting them with <laughs> and then i had like a sniper rifle i was hitting them from and they had to walk through the entire house to save their toys and make it back and nice. so it's it's become a thing like every few years we'll set up something when they're not expecting it and then they have to go through the house to kind of save something or accomplish something yeah and we phenomenal. love it like it's as much fun as an adult to play with as it was as a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Probably more get, so, that, actually. That doesn't yeah. get old, in my opinion, at all. Yeah. Yep. And, in fact, it, yeah, I think it's more fun as you get older because you're not as, uh, you know, wimpy about it if you get hit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although, I'm going to tell this story because it, it makes me laugh, and it's a, it's a cautionary tale. <laughs> um, so... My son, oh, this was, he was probably like six, and he still remembers it. That's how much of an impression it made on him. Um, I had a, I forget which Nerf gun it was, but I had one, and he set it down, put his eye to the hole no. to look to see it, and pulled the trigger. No. <laughs> yeah. And I watched it in slow motion. Oh, God. Like just, what are you doing? Whop. Ah! <laughs> oh, jeez. And my wife looked at me, and I was like, well, he's not going to do that again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he still remembers it, so he's always very, he's like, don't look. He, I remember one time, I think my daughter tried to do that, and he's like, no, 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 don't do it. I've seen some stuff. <laughs> I've seen some stuff. That's what I always tell kids. If you survive from these moments, they're going to make great stories down the road. So, mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, my number five was one that, Adam, you mentioned earlier, and that was Micro Machines. Oh, so mm-hmm. good, yes. Which I understand they're bringing back. Oh, really? really? Yeah, oh. I've heard that they are bringing them back. Although, I don't know if uh, the fast-talking guy, which, let's be honest, he was part of the fun oh, um, yeah. of Micro Machines, was <laughs> the uh, the fast-talking guy who I used to know his name, and I can't Isn't remember it, what his name is. He's still alive. Ishida? I don't know. He's still alive. And everyone everyone oh, really? assumes he's dead, but I'm pretty sure he's still alive. I, I looked him up not that long ago when I found out that they were coming back, and I believe he's still around. Voice um, of Blur, need, also from Transformers. Yeah, yeah John. Uh, uh, yeah, you got it right. Uh, John Moshita Jr. Put that guy to work. Yeah, I know. Really? Yeah. I'm, I'm what's he? What's he been doing since the '80s? He did, Yeah, he did one episode or a couple episodes of Saved by the Bell. At least I remember. Maybe yep. one. He was yeah. a, a teacher who spoke really fast. That's yep. awesome. I remember that. Um, God, I, I don't remember us so having much. a ton of these micro machines, but they were just they were a lot of fun and. I, mm-hmm. I remember the commercials more so than the actual toy. I mean, yeah, we we had a good few. Um, I mm-hmm. don't remember us. We may have had one of the playsets, um, or we had a different kind of car playset that we just kind of <laughs> substituted in some micro <laughs> yeah machine stuff in, and probably put some other stuff in there too. But I mean, yeah, they came out in 1987 by Galoob. Um, you know, they were they were just they were super fun. They were super cute. Hell, they even helped um, Kevin McAllister protect his home against uh, <laughs> yeah. people, evil, evil thieves in uh, Home Alone. <laughs> the wet bandits. Yeah. Were, I, I, what I loved about them, too, is those play sets were really cool. I loved how tiny they were and how detailed they were. And mm-hmm. then as time went on, they would in, introduce like S- Star Trek. And um, mm-hmm. I think they, I, I still have that ones from Aliens <sighs> and Predator that they did. Yeah. Wow. I don't remember if we if they were actually technically micro machines. They might have been ripoffs. But we also had a set of um, like uh, fire fire uh, jet fighter ones too, John. I totally remember playing with those yes. as well. Yes, I do think those were micro machines. I can't remember. Yeah. I think but they I remember were, those yeah. too. Yeah. So we had yeah we we had a, we had a good couple different types of ones, but they were always fun. Always enjoyed the the small size, and you could just enjoy it. Yeah. What was it? The, there was a cartoon, uh, Mighty Mighty Max. I think was. The, oh yeah. And yeah, so I remember Mighty Max. Like, it was kind of Polly Pocket rip. Uh, mm-hmm. The boy version. Yeah, and you're right. I just right. love like miniature things, like things that are super mm-hmm. tiny and yeah, 
that you I heard could your wife get away too. with bringing to school, you know? <laughs> what's it? What's what so you say? I made a bad joke. My Just, wife let's, too. let's move hey on. Hey yo, hey yo, hey yo, hey, I'm oh. making jokes over here. <laughs> <laughs> yo. Uh, all right, Zach, what was your number five? My number five is not connected to micro machines. Okay. It is, surprisingly. Uh, it is the 1986. Milton Bradley board game, which apparently I didn't find this out until a few years ago, was a reproduction of another board game, uh, but is the real Ghostbusters 3D board game, which I still have. And oh. it is a um, it is literally 3D. You could play one of the four real Ghostbuster characters. It's based on a game. I think it was called like Haunted House or something like that. And the object of the game is to go through each room. There's four rooms and, and ma- uh, collect cards. You have to have a certain amount of cards to get into each room and then um, get up to the top of the stair of the staircase and defeat this skull, which is like barren bones and close and contain him in the containment trap. And that's how you win the game. And you mm-hmm. can, and there's all these traps throughout the game. So if you land on a certain red slime card, you've got a, uh, drop this little skull into the top of the chimney of this, of uh, the top of the game, and it activates one of the four um, booby traps. And I still play it. My son loves it. It's held up all these years. It's just a badass, fun board game. Definitely not one uh, we had. Nice. Yeah, we we didn't really oh, watch yeah, much of real Ghostbusters back in the day, and so um, so we didn't have this board game or anything like that. But it's yeah. so much fun. I'm glad it holds up. Yeah, it looks very cool. It looks very cool. And it's just something cool. Like, you know, the the, the, the the toys that came out, the figures didn't look like they did on the cartoon. So for mm-hmm. me to have something that looked exactly like the cartoon, you know, one of my number, my one of my top picks definitely didn't look like the cartoon back in the day, which always pissed <laughs> yeah. me off. I was like, why can't it look just like the cartoon? <laughs> Actually, two of my picks. But anyways, we'll get to that later. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. On to number four, Adam. All right, number four. All right, we're getting pretty high on our wow. lists, and um, these toys might be on your list. I would not be surprised if they are, um, but specifically, I don't give a fuck about the old 1963 big, lame, stupid ones. I'm talking about the 1982 versions of G.I. Joe. Oh, yeah, those are on my list, too. Yeah. Okay, all, all right. right. All well, right. Then we'll hold. <laughs> all right. Uh, so my number four, I is I'm gonna be shocked if if it's on either of your lists. It's not really, uh, they, I mean they weren't technically really made for boys per se. I think they were pretty androgynous. They could have been for boys or girls, but I definitely had one. And I think the reason I put it really high on my list is our mother still has mine, and my daughter is super into animals, and she was playing with it the whole time, and I kind of just kind of got those nostalgic feels watching her <laughs> play with it. My number four is Pound Puppies. Oh, uh, nope, yeah, not on my list. I, I, I do remember having that, like a like a, a single pound puppy or whatever. Yeah, um, <laughs> not on I'm my guessing, list. I'm guessing it's not on your list, Adam. No. No. Yeah, okay. So I I had one pound puppy, and I think it just got passed down from me to. To Ab- uh, to our sister Abby, to Adam mm-hmm. at some point, or it just kind of got shared. Maybe yeah. when I got sick with it, and, and but my mother still has it, and so my daughter played with it all throughout um, our Christmas break when we were back home, and I mean, you know, everyone kind of rem- hopefully you remember the commercials, uh, they were everywhere. Oh yeah, but, and it's just a stuffed animal, but you know, I was kind of nostalgic for rem- you know that feeling of. This this one toy has has been still in my family, and it's it's uh I don't know, it's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were I, they had a great the cartoon was fun. Um, yeah, 
You know, I I I, I was I was always a big fan. Didn't have those. Yeah. I had like Rainbow Bright and <laughs> yeah. I think I remember I the like this the cartoon, not the cartoon, but like the um commercial had a pretty good song with it, like a pound puppy yeah, song. Yes, with it. Yeah. Yeah. I remember and it's probably the only reason why I remember the commercial is probably there was a, a song associated mm-hmm. with it. Um I can't think of it because every time I think of a pound puppy song, I end up singing pound puppies to the tune of my buddy. I did this I was in my head I was immediately doing that. I was going, Pound puppies, pound puppies and then I was like, Oh wait, my buddy and yeah, me. Totally. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah. very similar. Same thing. They've got to be really similar. <laughs> anyway, it it's uh, you know it, it's not too much. It's just a stuffed animal, but it, I have a real kind of big nostalgic uh, remembrance of it. So that's why it's my number four. <laughs> and those uh, made a comeback. Uh, there's a cartoon, the Pound Puppies cartoon, a new one, and there's new Pound Puppies. Oh wow! Okay. I wonder if my daughters watch those. I'll have to check. Yeah. <laughs> now that they now that they're independent and watch stuff on their pads, they'll watch things, and I won't know that they'll have watched them. Like at, at some point, my daughter watched the entire original. Uh, Powerpuff Girls. Oh wow! Oh. And and I had no idea until she was like, "Let's play Powerpuff Girls." I'm like, how do you know who they are? She's like, "I've watched all of the shows." Oh, that's I was awesome. like, <laughs> and she's like, "The old one and the new one." Wow. Huh. Which I found out something really interesting about that. I can't remember. It might have been from one of our Trivial Warfare ones that we listened to. I can't remember where I heard this from. But the original um, name for the Powerpuff Girls was the Whoopass Girls. Yeah, I heard. Really? That. I think that was nice. Trivial Warfare. Yeah. And what was it originally? It was uh, they were they sugar. were made from sugar and yep. spice, and a literally it was a can of whoop ass. <laughs> yeah, they got mixed into the batter. They got mixed <laughs> into the batter, but but uh, Cartoon Network or whoever made them change it. Yeah. Nowadays, it, I probably would have gone with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, Zach, did you say you're four? I'm uh, no, I did not. I did not. Okay, my there we number go. Four is the 1987 uh, toy line. Dapple Toy Line, the British toy line, uh, for the British science fiction series Doctor Who. And ah. I was a big Doctor Who fan growing up. Uh, probably one of the first live action shows I ever saw as a kid because we didn't have many choices to watch on TV. And PBS was always one of them because it was free and it came in really clear. And the original, <laughs> do- well, not the original Doctor, but the fourth Doctor, Tom Baker, I was a huge fan of. Okay. And, um, we didn't live too far from Canada live when I was in Michigan mm-hmm. and we go over the bridge and um, to Windsor, Windsor, Ontario, and they would sell a lot of BBC toys over there. And oh, nice. the 1987 toy line was like three and three quarter inch figure. So they matched up perfectly with GI Joe. They had all the villains like the Daleks and the ice men, ice warriors and the mm-hmm. um, sea, dra- sea dragons. I think they were, I forget what they are called. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, it started like with the seventh doctor who kind of sucked, who was annoying. Uh, <laughs> but then they released the fourth doctor and they released the third doctor. They released this awesome play set with the, with the, tar- they, I have the TARDIS still, which would open oh, uh, up into a diorama yeah. and, yep. and you put the uh, console in the middle and it went up and down and it made a cool noise. It's, I think it still works. Anyways, I have <laughs> a ton of those still. And just, for the time, they were super detailed, and it was such an obscure toy line. No one knew about it. When I moved to California, everyone was like, what's that? It's stupid. I'm like, no, it's not stupid. It's cool. <laughs> Just not sophisticated. <laughs> no, Oh, not sophisticated like me. Uh, oh. Yeah. Anyways, the ni- 1987 Dapple toy line for Doctor Who. Yeah, I did not uh, become a Whovian until the 10th Doctor. Oh, okay. Um, and that was, that was only because my wife started watching, because I believe she also grew up 
watching Doctor Who on PBS at some point. And um, so when they reissued, the, or when they started the show over again uh, with the ninth Doctor, I think, with uh, Christopher, Christopher Eccleston? Yes. I think is his yes. name. Um, so she started watching it. I did not get into it until, actually, I think by the time I got into it, they were already on the 11th Doctor. But then my wife made me sit down and watch from the uh, from the beginning of the new run, and I really got into it. I really enjoyed the the new run. I've tried to go back to watch some of the older ones, yeah. And I mean, they're just you know that the that early British uh, TV production just uh, it hasn't grabbed it hasn't grasped me. No, no, you know it's 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 super nostalgia stuff because you. I think yeah, you I know. think you had to have grown up with it to be really in love with the old ones. Yeah, th- there was a time when like that was out with Blake Seven, which was another really cool sci-fi, darker sci-fi show than Doctor Who. Um, that I wish they had a toy line for. But yeah, the old school <laughs> Doctor Who was super fun, like for little kids, you know. Yeah. Uh, I think you could show little kids that now and they kind of be into it. But now, yeah, it's definitely cheesy. Yeah. Doesn't hold up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. We're on to our top three, gentlemen. Whoa. Wow. All right. All right. What you got, Adam? All right. Um, I've got a top three. My my. I've got a th- number three that I have a feeling is either going to is going to be in your number th- top three spots. I'm not sure mm-hmm. where at, though, John. Um, so I'm just throwing it out there. Uh, my number three is the 87, uh, the, the line starting from 1987 that coincided with the cartoon. It's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Ooh, nice. I uh, have that higher on my list. I'm oh. not surprised at all. Wow, okay. it's not on mine. Okay. All right, so my number three, I don't know if it's going to be on your list, Adam, because this was much more of my show than it was yours mm-hmm. growing up. Uh I might be on your list, Zach. You're probably about the right age for it, maybe. Um, but my number three was the line of toys for Masters of the Universe. That is my number. Yes, it's higher on mine. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. I want to talk about it. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, Adam, you're number two then. We're moving All right. On. We move pretty quick. Oh, Wait, no, yeah, oh, no, no. Oh, no, no. Zach's number three. Zach's number three. Sorry. My number three. Uh, okay. Yep. So my number three is the 1984 LJN toy line. Uh, for Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. Ah. And these figures were based on the role-playing game, not the cartoon, sadly, because mm. I really <laughs> wish they had made figures for that cartoon. That They really blew the... Mm-hmm. Screw the pooch on that one. Um, <laughs> but this, this had, like... This had hundreds of figures, I think, in the toy line. They started out with PVC figures that didn't move. Then they moved into fully posable figures. They had dragons. They had this amazing playset called Fang Fortress. And if you look up Fang Fortress, mm-hmm. it is so badass. It is one of the greatest <laughs> fortresses of, or playsets of all time. It's Oof. got booby traps. It's got spikes. It's got weapons. It's got everything you want. The This toy line was everything that was lacking in other fantasy toy lines. It made up for it. I loved it. I still do. I still do. Yeah, well, we didn't we didn't play with any Dungeons and Dragons ones, to my knowledge. I don't remember any oh. of those toys, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, when I was a kid, we didn't. I didn't really get into to D and D. Even the cartoon wasn't my thing. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I don't really know any of these, but I can totally see the appeal of them. Like they look cool. They're just oh, yeah. yeah they're, I, I think uh, I would not be surprised if these make a comeback to some degree because 
because of shows like Stranger Things and D and D being back in fashion. D and D is back in a mm-hmm. big bad way. Yeah. Yeah. Big bad way. Which is funny because I've I've been I've started to play it a little bit just here and there with other people. It was not actually a, a I did not play a lot of D and D per se when I was younger. I did play a lot of role playing games, but just mm-hmm. not D and D. Okay. Yeah. Um, I actually played um, mostly the Palladium. Yeah. Or Palladium. Palladium series. Palladium series. So. Okay. Um, Ninjas and the, Super Spies. Ninjas and Super Spies. Heroes Unlimited. Uh, Robotech, which was actually the first oh. one that I played. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Um, I remember, I remember a trip, Adam. I don't know why I'm bringing this up now, but I remember one time we did, a, we had a road trip with our dad, and I had our Robotech, Robotech books, and we created characters, and I ran a game in the minivan as we drove. Mm-hmm. I think we were driving down to Delaware or something from Pennsylvania, okay. and I just ran a game in the back of the minivan, which I'm sure Dad was fine with because it kept us all yeah. busy and occupied. And <laughs> going on back there. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're so, being nerds. Don't, I play, don't mind yeah. us. <laughs> I, I played a lot of role-playing games, just not D&D. See, I yeah. love I loved role-playing games so much. And yeah. This, but so when this toy line came out, I was like, wait a minute. Now I can actually hold these figures versus the lead figures that I couldn't pose, which I, I thought were amazing too. But you, for the first time, I was like, I can actually pose these. And I was still at an age when I loved to play with toys. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... That was just a, a fun aspect of it. Uh, okay. What are we at? Two. Wow, I'm uh, so man. lost. Number two. two. Holy two? crap. Are we on your two, Adam? Uh, we are on my number okay. two. And there's no chance in hell either of you have this specific toy line on your top two <laughs> because the cartoon that coincided with the series came out in 1996. You were both too old to be playing with that. I was... Uh, <laughs> probably. <laughs> so... Um, well, also, I've been paying attention, and I know what your top two are, Zach. Uh, so, <laughs> Damn Because so, I've already been spoiled. Um, and, John, I know you didn't play with these because you were definitely – this is just not your thing. Uh, so I feel confident talking about them. My number two is the Beast Wars Transformers Ooh. line. I, I, I knew they were going to yeah. be on your list. Nice. Yes, they're they, not on my list at all, nice but I choice. was like, oh, I bet Adam's going to talk some Beast Wars somewhere. Yeah, I, I, it was no um, secret that Beast Wars was one of my – favorite shows of the entire 90s growing up um i mean it was a full cg show it was so so good cool yeah and i lo- i didn't give a fuck about the old school transformers because i didn't care about cars or planes or stuff yeah. <laughs> but animals were cool and yeah. these transformers turned into like you know quote-unquote realistic looking animals um and the toy line it coincided with that cartoon that came out in 96 um they instead of the uh Autobots and Decepticons, you had the Maximals and the Predacons. Ooh, nice. And, I mean, I just, I love the show. I love the toys. I had, uh, like, an old-school Optimus Primal. He was called Ap- Optimus Primal. He was a gorilla, Optimus right? Prime. Um, he was what? He was a gorilla, right? He was a gorilla on the show, yep. But I didn't have the gorilla sh- uh, toy. I actually had, they created, like, the toy line. I think maybe even, this like, they started with an Optimus Primal and Megatron, that was a uh, combo cell pack that was a bat and a crocodile. Ooh, um, even oh. though in the show they turned out to be a gorilla and a uh, dinosaur and a T-Rex. Yeah. So I don't know why <laughs> I had the bat and the crocodile. <laughs> but, I mean, they were actually usually more often than not in my big, huge battles um, of a big wars. They right. were usually the generals of the opposing sides, <laughs> nice. just because I loved that show and they were the two, you know, leaders of that one. Nice. But I had a Cheetor, a Raptor, a Razor Claw, a Tarantulas, a Scorponok, a Quick Strike, and a Rampage. Rampage was this huge crab that was just this yeah. monstrously <laughs> big toy that um, 
yeah, he just kind of dominated all the uh, over all of my other toys. But uh, I loved that show, and I loved these toys, and I loved transforming them and then going back and forth. Um, I mean, Transformers in general are awesome, but for me, Beast Wars holds a super special place in my heart. They were definitely more... Um, they transformed more smoothly. Like, right? Mm-hmm. I always felt like... The the one of the one of the things that I didn't like about the original Transformers line as much as I did like it, the one thing I didn't like was how long it took you to transform a transformer, right? Yeah. In battle. <laughs> so I was like, this is so unrealistic, this isn't happening. But those beasts yeah. were I didn't have those, but I remember liking that cartoon a lot. Mm-hmm. Great storyline through the whole oh, thing, yeah. right? Great oh, yeah. CGI for the for the time. And mm-hmm. yeah, and the toy line was badass and relatively easy to transform. They weren't like those lame ones now, the rescue bots, where it's like, oh, look, his arms don't move, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but those were cool, man. Yeah, that's a great yeah. choice. Very cool. All right. Uh, my number two, we're on number two. God, I am so yep. lost. <laughs> yeah, number two. Number two. Uh, my number two was one, Adam, that you mentioned before, and that was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle line of toys. Great choice. Yep. Playmates, right? Playmates. I don't even remember. I didn't even look it up. I just, I was just so excited about t- yeah. uh, turtles. <laughs> <laughs> Those were so cool when they came out. They were so yeah. cool yeah. when they came out. They, they that was just blew me away. I, I don't know about you guys, but I, I grew up reading those comic books before the cartoon came out, and just like thinking was the coolest thing on the block. Because I skate, I skate at the time, and I was super into martial right. arts, and I'm like, wow, this is like all the things I love, you know. And, <laughs> and, and then the cartoon came out, and I'm like, this is super entertaining. And then the toys yeah. came out, and you're like, whoa, he's so badass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we were definitely into the cartoon first because I was about yeah. seven when the cartoon came out. Okay, yeah. so I was that was that was before I really started getting into comics books per se. And mm-hmm. Adam, Adam would have been like, Adam was two when the when it first came yeah. out. Yeah, but, so but, but little, I watched little, little, little. it like I watched it like for pretty much through its entire run, and then yeah. past its run in syndication. So um, that it just they were so much fun toys. They had fun accessories. Yep. Um, they had you know fun little things. The shells opened up where you could store all the stuff in them. Yeah, dude, it's so cool. Um, you know, have extra different weapons in there. They had all all these different versions that came out yeah. that were fun and yep. kooky and funny and yeah. We had, we had a, a surfer Michelangelo. I remember yep, that yeah. who had like a surfer. We had this disguised Donatello who had you could put on like this humanish looking face. Yeah, they could kind of <laughs> pop on and off. Yeah. It was kind of ridiculous, like Zartan. Uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and I, I believe that was the the also the, the year of nostalgic toys that you sent out. You sent my son. Basically, it was just a bag yep. of teenage mutant turtles toys yep. that you and got also, off of and eBay. And I also got him the van. Yeah, oh, the van. And we, which and we, we had, had the van too. Oh, Man, we, that van was awesome. We ran that thing ragged. Yeah, great toy, like great accessories, and mm-hmm. and it was so expansive. Like they had yeah. every single yeah. thing. They do Halloween special editions and like all sorts yeah. of crap. That's you could go into Toys R Us any day of the week, and they're like be a new turtle in there yep. or a new yeah, figure yeah. and the gross ones were really gross uh, <laughs> you know right and i i think uh that that same company made the, the toxic crusaders a oh okay. yeah yeah and yeah I, th- just, I do remember those toys being similar yeah and they were kind of like a ripoff obviously and uh, mm-hmm. but 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 uh or sorry homage and uh yeah. <laughs> you know and uh but they the, but i like that they were all the, the same size they and they had yeah. a distinct size they weren't and in a distinct shape, you know? Yeah, those are the great mm-hmm. choice, dude. Those, I love those toys. Um, I mean, I, I always loved uh, Casey Jones. We oh, had a Casey yeah. Jones in a favorite. great hockey mask. We had a we had a shredder, but it wasn't like a shredder that looked like the one on the cartoon, really. He was a really skinny kind of shredder. Do you know what I'm talking yeah. about? You remember him, John? 
He's kind of funky. Kind of. He had like beady eyes and yeah, there's exact yeah yeah yeah. His his waist rate was really small and thin. I mean, he looked <laughs> like a ninja, but he just wasn't as like. Yeah. beefy as the cartoon actually was but we had a splinter we had a rat catcher and i remember later on i had a tokar and a razar from um uh the two secret of the use that came Didn't out we with also the, with have a super shredder we might have had a super shredder i mean i remember we had a a, a really skinny thin shredder that's the okay. one i remember okay so but yeah great toy line talk about a talk about a toy line that's stood the test of time like yeah, yeah. you know because they did like reissues of the original toy line not that long ago or I think Super 7's putting out new ones that, that look like the mm. old ones. Um, mm. And people are eating that stuff up. So, yeah, yeah. good choice. I, I mean, they're fun. I mean, they, they and they're durable toys. Yeah. They, they've held up really well, so. Yeah, those weapons were great. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right, Zach, what's your number two? Well, speaking of weapons, and lots of them, and I know this was a higher <laughs> pick for you guys, but G.I. Joe is my fa- mm-hmm. is my number two. And I, I will, you know, we'll share the talking points on this bad boy, but there's so much to talk about with G.I. Joe. So I'll just stick down to why I love it so much. I love that you could take unscrew the back of these figures and interchange their body parts. And I was super into like making my own versions of, <laughs> of iconic characters, you know. So Whoa. like I, I really wanted a John McClane from Die Hard figure. So I took like Swift Kicks uh, karate legs and I put it on like a uh, a ripoff GI Joe figure who had like a tank top. And I took Duke's <laughs> hair head and I painted it like like, like black hair. I'm like oh, I got my John McClane now. Cool. You were yeah. a much more resourceful kid than yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't think of that at all. Oh, really? Oh, man. No. I love. So I, I was a huge and still am to this day, like old school Chuck Norris fan. And I like the <laughs> Chuck Norris Karate Commando. Shout out to them. But I wanted like my own <laughs> Chuck Norris figure. And I took Outback, who's my favorite G.I. Joe figure. He had a T-shirt that said survival on it. Redhead oh, guy nice. with a with a headband on. And I would switch his body around to make him look like Chuck Norris. I'm like, now I have my Chuck Norris figure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I love G.I. Joe so much. That's yeah. awesome. Um, no, we, we had a couple. We had a Cobra Commander, Destro, a couple other random, random guys as well. But, I mean, the variety that you got with G.I. Joe, and particularly, I mean, I'm I talk about the, the hard plastic – you know, short guys from the, I think it was 92 Hasbro that came out. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the ones that, that I know I loved. Um, I love that the, you know, you could bend the legs, you know, it yeah. wasn't just like this worthless, taller doll thing that couldn't do much. Yeah. Like these were just, you know, posable, fun action heroes and, and characters that, um, you know, they were great in our big battles. And I absolutely adored all the different GI Joes we had. So you like so, the bigger versions versus the, uh, three- no, no, I like, I like the little, I like the little hard plastic ones, like the ones that, 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 uh, you know, had, had bends to the arms and the, and the knees. Oh, got it. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. So here's, here's the true test, Zach. Did you have the aircraft carrier? I definitely could not afford that bad boy. Yeah. No, <laughs> I don't know many either. people who could have. So that that's the test to prove that I was not a rich kid. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think I definitely. So you met you brought up Robotech. Uh, Robotech had a line of toys which were really badass. Uh, Matchbox actually put them out, and mm. they they were like three and three quarter inch figures, and the vehicles fit those guys. So they weren't that expensive, and I got those and used those with my GI Joe figures. So, so like the cool motorcycle that Rick Foker. I think that was his name, uh, used to ride on in the cartoon back in the day. Like I would put my GI Joes on that and like, you know, supplement, supplement. Okay. Cause yeah. I will say you... the figures were not that expensive, but the right. accessories were. Yeah. But so fun fact, my mom was 
vehemently against like violence as a kid. You know, I don't want anything mm. with guns. I don't want anything that's killing people. But GI Joe was all about that, pretty much. You know, oh, and yet she shoot. married a Navy SEAL. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. I think this is her. Once they got divorced, you know, uh, she's like, oh you know, uh, uh, yeah, uh, hey, so, yeah, definitely a, a Navy's kid, man. Yeah, totally. So, <laughs> us too. Us too. <laughs> yeah. So so she she finally caved and she uh, took me to Kmart one day and said you could pick out three Joes and I picked out. Uh, or four Joes, I think. I think it's three or four. Anyways, I picked out barbecue because my dad was also a firefighter. I'm like, oh, he's a firefighter. He doesn't look, he's got mm-hmm. a blowtorch. It's not violent. <laughs> uh, <laughs> spirit, because he was the Native American. You know, oh, my mm-hmm. mom's like, oh, I like Native Americans. Cool. You know, <laughs> and then I got shipwreck uh, because yeah. my dad being a former SEAL, not right. wetsuit or uh, the, uh, uh, torpedo. Anyways, I had like the village people of, uh, of <laughs> yeah, no, no kidding. <laughs> like, Young man, there's a place you can go. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so yeah, that so GI Joe holds a special place in my heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It that didn't one. actually, it didn't make my list at all. But I do remember, uh, I do have one memory, and I don't know why I have this memory. I had a Snake Eyes, mm. and I took him somewhere and lost him, and I remember no. bawling. Because I lost it, and I don't remember if if it was pre-divorce or post-divorce, because I don't remember who was comforting me, but it was definitely (laughs) one of the things that like, they're there, it's a toy, you'll get over it. Oh, no. Which is funny, because I've had that same discussion with my kids. Yeah. (laughs) I'm the guy who's like digging in the sand. We're going to find it. We're going to find it. (laughs) I'm definitely not that guy. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm having the Steve Martin parenthood meltdown moments with the yeah. Oh, You gosh. must find what a the good toy. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> Show him, honey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that's one random line. I mean, I remember that movie well, and I actually think it's on our list to to review fairly it is, yeah, soon. We got it. Yeah, we got it coming up. I'm not sure exactly sometime how far within down. the year. I think. Oh man. Yeah, it's 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 in there. It's so relatable as a parent. Yep. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Our number ones. Are, are we going right. to do like a quick honorable mention of? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go ahead. Cool. Yeah, do you want to do it now or do we want to do it afterwards? Uh, no. Let's. Well, yeah. Let's do it afterward. Well, I don't know. We know what Zach's is, so yeah. that's not going to spoil it. I don't know if he's going to spoil mine or yours. I doubt you will. Based uh, on something you said, you're not. Gonna, I'm not going to spoil it. Uh, okay. Let's go ahead and do our number ones, and then we'll end on our. Then we'll, yeah, then we'll throw in some honorable just, mentions. Just okay. to be safe. Okay, I mean, okay. if we if we if it was known ahead of time, that'd be fine with it. But I don't yeah. want to spoil. It. Not that it, not that this is a, a big deal, but oh yeah, uh, like everybody everybody's really just itching to find <laughs> out. <laughs> oh, they gotta know. Who, who's the Who's uh, the name of the guy you threw under the bus earlier in the beginning of the episode? Oh, Will McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, make this episode worthwhile for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. The drama. The drama of holding out the the number one spots. Um, I am going to recommend Zach go first. Be just because uh, we we know what his coming up is, okay. um, and then I would not be shocked if John and I have the same number one. So uh, Zach, would you be all right going I, first? I, I would be, you'd be honored. I'd be honored. <laughs> uh, my number one, and yeah, I think you know what it is already. But uh, yeah. it is the original Mattel toy line of Masters of the Universe, He Man, Masters mm-hmm. of yeah. the Universe, and I, as every other '80s kid, was obsessed with the cartoon. Mm-hmm. A little pissed off that it didn't look like the to- like the cartoon, but it's neither here nor there. I got over that pretty right. fast. Um, I mean, I'm s- still obsessed with it to the point that I my son and I would cosplay at the PowerCon in in which is now like in Anaheim. But uh, yeah, but you you know when you're when you're seeing reliving your childhood through your kid and it yeah. just makes you love it that much more. The t- the cartoon 
actually is as cheesy as it could be uh was a pretty damn good cartoon and mm. for a time when everything was hand drawn <laughs> damn damn good in the sense that it was just a, it was just something different like it was original yeah. uh it was silly it had a moral message which was good for kids yeah. back then yeah uh you know it, yeah it was definitely hokey and and it, and it, but it, it i think the the, the toys were like so expansive uh you could take their arms off and switch their bodies around kind of like because they were Joe. all the same body yeah <laughs> yeah so exactly like, yeah you know and and i was kind of into that at the time the vehicles yeah. mm-hmm. castle grayskull was the, the yeah. most bitching castle on the planet um, yeah, that's fair enough on that yeah you know and and i i was like i was so obsessed with it i what i always found amusing was like they they had the mini comics that came with the figures it was totally different mm-hmm. than the cartoon I yeah. love that show, The Toys That Made Us, because it kind of gave a finally got to give, give a backstory to why there were so many different universes. Right. Uh, but anyways, yeah, my number one is He-Man and Masters of the Universe. Masters of the Universe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you watched? There is another documentary specifically on Masters of the Universe. Yeah. I think it's on Netflix. I don't know if you've watched it. I have. It's called, I think, Power of Grayskull or something yes, like that. Yes, it is fantastic. Mm-hmm. It is so good, yes. It is such a good document. I, I'm really into these kind of these documentary shows based you know, on all this old stuff because it's it's really cool because when you're a kid, you just see the show. And now that you're older, you're like, you know, it, it's sort of like thing like some people don't want to see how the sausage gets made, but I <laughs> yeah. do want to see how it gets mm-hmm. made. Like I want to see like how did we get to this point? Yeah. And so I, I thought it was fantastic. I we also I also had um, mm-hmm. the toys uh, I was very much into. I think the first one of the first uh, – things i i guess i could say i ever cosplayed was as he-man when i was probably like three years old that was my halloween costume yes, you said that. so um yeah. I, I i've sh- i've shown that show to my kids and uh both of them sort of like tolerated i guess <laughs> um they got my oddly enough my daughter got into it pretty heavy when she was two yeah she really dug it that makes sense uh, two years and old. then uh, <laughs> kind of grew out of it as kids too but uh, solid pick Nice, yeah. thank you. No, we, I mean, we had the the He Man. Didn't we have um, what was it Battle Cat or whatever his name? Not not the Cringer version, but no, I, I think we, we had did like have, the... I think we did have Battle Cat. Yeah, 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 which is pretty cool. And, and a few the, of the other figurines. They, they and stuff. flocked. Yep. They flocked him and made him Panthor and the other <laughs> for uh, yeah. towards version. <laughs> yeah. So whatever. I, we also had. I used to think that we had the Grace Castle Grayskull, but I think we had the other one, which was Snake Mountain. Which whichever one Skeletor's castle was. Yeah, Snake Mountain. Snake Mountain, because yeah. it had a microphone on it. Yes. And for some reason, randomly, I cut the cord on the microphone. No! <laughs> like, I don't remember. I was like, what? I, I, I just wanted to cut it. My, I, I remember yeah. my mom being like, well, now you're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Adam, why don't you go ahead with your number one? I'm not sh- you know what? I wasn't going to think that we we're going to have the same number one, but we might now. I'm not sure. It, it hasn't been brought up. And honestly, if it's not your number one, John, I'm I'm going to be floored. Okay. Uh, but And so I don't want to talk too much. My number one is Legos. Yeah, that's my number one. Yeah, damn straight. And specifically for me, medieval Legos are oh, the best yeah. Legos of all time. Yeah. Okay, we continue oh, with those. the medieval theme. I like that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it ties in. Uh, yeah. Oh God, yeah. Legos are so much. First of all, they're they're so versatile. You can do, you know, anyone can can play with those and yep. make mm-hmm. anything out of it. I do remember the medieval one. Um, I'm kind of mad that they've kind of gotten away. They they tried to bring that line back a few years ago, mm-hmm. and I tried to collect a few of the stuff, but 
uh, I just uh, nobody else liked them, so they just don't yeah. really sell them anymore. <laughs> yeah, um, I do yeah. remember they also. I we never had one, but I knew a kid who had the, the some giant pirate ship. Oh wow! Yeah. Cool. Oh. oh yeah, yeah. I've seen that before. No, I mean they're just you. you the imagination you can do so much different stuff. Yeah. Um and. When it came to like Christmas time or any time really for us, and I'd say that still holds true today, <laughs> if you want to shut me up, nothing does it better than putting Legos and a, an instruction kit in front of me, and I'm just gonna just pay attention. I don't. Want, I'm not gonna talk until I get that thing put <laughs> yeah. together. Yeah. It's so like, ah, oh, it, it's just you could do you can do absolutely anything. They had so much. Diff- I talk talk about variety. Legos yeah. have gone into an insane amount of variety, um, but they were just. I don't know. They're just so much fun. There's a little engineering aspects to it. There's a lot of creative aspects to it as well. Uh, that is just, they were the best. Yeah. yeah. I could, I, I mean, I, my, my appreciation for Legos definitely grew in the past 20 mm-hmm. years for mm-hmm. sure. Um, it, or may, maybe more specifically 10 years and they've really just, yeah. you know, have everything so. you can think of now. And Legos were so big, I wasn't sure if you were going to mention them or not on your honorable mentions. I was like, wait, wait, don't spoil Legos. Oh, it's not on my yeah. honorable, honorable, <laughs> okay. honorable mention now. That's all right. Uh, yeah, it, it, same with you. I mean, I remember, you know, having fun days of, you know, you just go down. We had a bag just full mm-hmm. of the, all the sets that we would build, and then they get destroyed. They just get thrown in a bag. And then every so often we go down just dump the bag in the middle of the room, yeah, and then we play bad. for a while, and then we'd have to take them all back and put them yeah. back in the bag. <laughs> but it was so much fun. Um, I There's a set of Legos sitting on my table right now that my daughter was starting to build. Um, there's a whole thing of Duplos sitting down uh, on my living room right now that my kids poured out because now we're stuck at home um <laughs> but that was also because my son is playing with the duplos right now because i bought him a set that is a marble run that works with duplo oh cool so you can oh. use that you can use the duplos to connect an actual marble run so we've just put them all together so we have this huge box of duplos that has this in it so we're we're trying to build a marble run very cool right now with the mm-hmm. with the duplos so nice but I it's I mean I could talk all day about Legos. I have a, a yeah. whole city built. I mean, how often has has you and your family gone to Lego World? Oh, like, all the time. <laughs> yeah. Anytime, <laughs> any. I mean, we go. We try to go whenever we, you know, at least once a year, if not twice a year. Sometimes they'll go without me, depending on what's going on. Yeah. But I, I will say, Legoland is definitely way well, more yeah, Legoland, fun yeah. for oh god kids yes. than Disneyland is, and I think oh, more yeah. fun for adults because you can drink through the whole thing too. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and I, I have more fun like playing on the stuff at Legoland than I do any more or less anything at Disneyland. First yeah, of all, I, I I don't ride I can't ride the rides on either of them Neither either way. I. But oh, I buy all the big sets that they make for adults. So first first of all, Lego is shrewd. They figured out not that long ago <laughs> that adults still loved playing with Legos yep. and they would buy big complicated sets for <laughs> hundreds of dollars. Yep. Yeah. And Fuck me if I don't do it every time one big set comes out. I mean, I've got a whole bunch of it. Like I said, I've got a whole city started uh, on this sort of banister area. That's awesome. I've got one already built. I've got another one going. Like, I've built so many sets. I have a whole, I have at least five or six of the big giant sets that I haven't built yet because I'll just go buy them and I'll just wait. And usually they become my summer projects. Like, when I'm in the summer break in between, you know, school years, that's what I'll build at least two or three of the big sets and then they get put up, you know, in, in different parts of the city or whatever as we try to build one together. So, yeah, those things are I, – I can't imagine there will be a time when I don't play with Legos. I'll be 90 <laughs> years old in the nursing home and demanding my Legos. I want my Legos in a new diaper, damn it. 
I'll probably also be throwing them at the nurses, but yeah, there you go. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but it, but if you step on them, John, oh my God, the pain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's still true. Yeah. And people wonder why I wear like shoes around the house. I'm like, because there's always something on the floor that I can step on. <laughs> that's hilarious. So, all right, let's do some uh, honorable mentions. Uh, Zach, right. why don't you start off with some two or three of your honorable mentions? All right, so one of mine is uh, the 1990. I'm a huge wrestling fan. And I always thought the wrestling figures sucked in the 80s. The big <laughs> LJN, they were like these giant un, you know, pieces of plastic rubber that you couldn't do anything with. And then mm-hmm. in 1990, Galoob came out with their WCW line, which, again, didn't move, but they were smaller, uh, more detailed, in my opinion. Looked actually like the wrestlers for once. Um, I was a huge oh, yeah. Sting fan, so they, I finally got my Sting figure to this day. That was my <laughs> son's first favorite toy when he was like you know, 18 months old. And, um, I just loved the, 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 the variety of the figures back then. Um, mm-hmm. and that was definitely one of my favorites. Yeah. I love WCW Galoob figures. Yeah. yeah. I've definitely seen those before, but never had them. All right, Adam, you got one. So one of my honorable mentions is, uh, it, it tied in with a movie that, that we like, and I'm sure we'll get to it eventually, but we had a few of these toys and they were really kind of weird looking similar enough to the characters in the movie. Uh, is the Dick Tracy line? Oh, oh yeah, cool. Another playmate yeah. brand. Yeah. Uh, playmate. Yeah, they were really cool. Same size yeah, as the TMNT fun. figures. Yep, exactly. Yep. Uh, one I had on my honorable mentions was I think maybe we had one of these or two of these, I mean, I always wanted to collect them, but you know we were never in a position to buy a bunch of them. Uh, but do you guys remember Mad Balls? Oh, Mad Balls are great. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Love the, those you know, sp- sort of sportsy balls with just weird faces and stuff on yeah. them. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure we did have at least one of. I think yeah. it was one. Yeah, I never Probably understood what one. to do with them because because the pain would come <laughs> off if you hit them really hard. I'm like, so what do I do? With them? Throw it? Okay. Uh, let's see here. What about uh, Zach? You got another one you want to mention? Yeah. I. Uh, how about Mask? The original toy line Mask. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Those yes. were those were one of my faves. And see, in fact, I still have see, a couple. Uh, I was not a GI Joe kid so much as I was a Mask kid. Mm. Mm-hmm. I much preferred that show over GI Joe. I. Definitely had a few of the toys, not that many, but what I loved about them, they were they were not that expensive either, right? And there was a lot of variety. I mean, a shit ton of variety, mm-hmm. actually, if you think yeah. about it, M- way more variety than a lot of toy lines that were more popular than them. Adam, you got one more? Yeah, well, I got two more. If you don't, okay, mind. I'll sure. just I'll do one for now. Um, it's as simple as this is. I remember us playing with this toy pretty damn often. That is until the Velcro fell to shit. <laughs> um, I'm talking about the old like tennis ball and catch the tennis yeah. velcro nice. like paddle catch like yeah. man we, we had that thing and used it forever <laughs> <laughs> yep we used so, to play fake yeah. baseball games in the backyard yeah with it. yeah exactly pretend <laughs> uh what about uh i know we had one but i i can't remember uh whatever we, whether we ever got to use it very well uh but pogo ball i think i don't know if pogo i know that ball it's like two inflated balls with a disc in the middle, and you hug oh, the top yeah, ball. Oh, totally yeah, we totally had them. Yeah. up and down. Yeah, that was fun. Yep. <laughs> I was. I can't remember like, if we popped the ball eventually or what. Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> I just. I knew I wasn't any good. At, I remember I yeah. think our sister was really good at, at the pogo ball, but yeah. I was not. Yeah, I was not yeah. either. <laughs> uh, all right. Gentlemen, I am very happy with our lists. So yeah. am I. I mean, I want to go play with yeah. toys now. I know. Yes. I know. Uh, all right. Uh, anybody have anything else they want to say? Uh, Zach, why don't you kind of plug your stuff and oh. uh, where people can find you and, and all that uh, such and that. Uh, 
Mooch and is, such and such, whatever. Mooch is gracias. <laughs> I, yeah, you can find me on, I've got two podcasts. I've got Podcasting After Dark with Corey Stevenson. It's a part of the uh, the BFOP network. Yeah. BFOP. We got to get everyone saying that. Yeah, the BFOP. <laughs> and uh, we'll have our own little Hanson Brothers song. BFOP. 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 And yeah, nostalgic. We're going to change that intro. Fuck the intro. That's what we're doing next. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm down. I'll do it for you guys if you want. Um, and then I'm also on $2 Late Fee. And that is $2LateFee.com. Uh, it's a nostalgic retro podcast and both on podcasting after dark and on $2 late fee. Uh, we talk about movies, retro stuff, and we interview celebrities as well. $2 late fee. Uh, we have an upcoming interview with Eric Roberts in April, which is going to be really good. Ooh, nice. So, yeah. That's me. And oh, I'm that guy's a classic, classic B movie kind of uh, actor. Right oh, there. well, he's yeah, all over the yeah. Place. I mean, he's got, he's got some fun stories to tell. That's for damn yeah. sure. All awesome. right. All right, well, that was our top 10 nostalgic toys. Please join us next time for a mythologically good episode as we break down the 1997 Disney animated film Hercules, discuss the 90s television show Hercules, The Legendary Journeys, and recast Hercules, The Legendary Journeys using actors of today. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us at blastfromourpast at gmail.com. And if you want to suggest a movie or TV show from your childhood or to be a guest on the podcast, go over to patreon.com backslash blastpastcast and pick a tier that works for you. To find us on social media, search for at blastpastcast. So until next time, I'm John. And I'm Adam. And thanks for joining us. See you next time. I'm Adam. And I'm Corey. And we are the hosts of Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. We are breaking down every single episode of Seinfeld as we watch it, reliving this amazing show. That's right. It's a trip down memory lane for all of us 90s kids out there. You can find Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, and Patreon. La la la. Mm-hmm.